Welcome to the Leaders Toolkit Podcast, Episode 16. Hi there, I'm Tracy, the Director of Catalyst Support here at Giant. Are you a team leader in an industry or organization? No matter the size of your company or the level of your leadership role, this podcast is tailor-made for you. Here's the thing, being great at your job doesn't automatically make you a great people leader. It's a whole different skill set. The skills that brought you success in your field might not have covered team leadership, but don't worry, that's where this podcast comes in. If you find it challenging to manage tasks, time, conflict, or motivation within your team, we're here to lend a helping hand. Our mission is to equip team leaders like you with the necessary skills to excel in the art of leading a team. Each episode is packed with concise, actionable content, including hacks, tips, tricks, tools, wisdom, and encouragement. Tune in and don't forget to share it with your fellow team leaders. Let's join forces and build healthy, high-performing teams that have the power to change the world. Together, we'll empower you to become a team leader worth following. Well, welcome back, listeners. So glad you're back with us. So for this episode, I wanted to introduce you to another leadership concept, but I wanted to bring in my colleague, Chris Ettiger, to help do that. So Chris, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, glad to be here. So tell the listeners a little bit about you, what you do, and specifically, I want you to tell them the fun niche that you focus on, the types of clients that you've chosen (laughs) to work with and focus on. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, my, I tell I tell my clients my day job is with Giant. I'm on the core Giant HQ team, and I've got the privilege of leading the, what we affectionately call the people team. That's Tracy and Amy uh, that you've already heard from and Hunter. And just love that what we get to do every day. We just serve leaders and serve consultants who are working with leaders and help train them and resource them and support them any way that we can. And absolutely love what I get to do every day. I was telling my wife that last week. I was just, you know, I feel like I found my sweet spot when it comes to my 7030 that we're going to be talking about today with Giant and just really thankful. And uh, much like Tracy and everybody else on our people team, we all are working directly with clients. And so I get the privilege of serving a, a handful of clients on a monthly basis and you know, talking about my niche, I didn't, I didn't set out to start a business to do this. Uh, it came because I was able to serve a brewery here in Atlanta, Georgia, Creature Comforts that I love. I've worked with for seven years and it kind of opened this new world of craft breweries to me. And I figured, well, if I only have a few hours a month that I can devote to client work, why not just work with brewery? So that's what I, I do now under the the brand of craft leadership and just get to serve and help brewery teams any way that I can. I love it. And yes, he has all the t-shirts to prove it. I do. And I think between giant shirts and brewery shirts, that's about 90% of my uh, wardrobe. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Yeah. So if you're a brewery out there and you're ready for some leadership development, then this is your guy. Uh, right here. This Chris Ettinger is your guy. In fact, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for his LinkedIn so you can get a hold of him. All right. Well, that's neat. And so uh, you're in the leadership space in about every angle you can be. You lead me directly, which is great. I always love learning from you. But then you lead leaders of teams to become healthy, but you're also led by our CEO Bronson. So really you're coming at it at all angles. 
So Chris, you know, in previous episodes that Steve Cockrum came on and shared with the listeners and introduced them to the five voices. I feel like at this point, the 70-30 tool would be so helpful as leaders are starting to really know and understand themselves. And this tool is just another helpful layer on that journey. So could you describe the tool for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. And and I, I tell people this tool is really designed just to help us find our sweet spot or the place that we really serve best and also the areas for us to be just aware of in our pursuit of being the most self-aware people that we know of areas that we need to grow in. And so if you imagine kind of you standing there and on one one hand, I'm going to use left and right hand, but I'm really not biased either way. I'm a right-hander. Um, well, I used to left-hander, but for me, when I, I stand there and I hold out my palms, in my right hand, I would say is what we call our 70%. And it's the kind of things that are your natural strengths, the things that you're just good at, the things that maybe when you've been asked to help teach somebody else or someone else wants you to show them how to do it, you really ha- kind of have to stop and and wonder because it's almost like an unconscious competence. It's something kind of like riding a bike where you're able to do it without really exerting a lot of energy and focus in many cases. And it's the kind of things that tend to energize us. It's the things that feed us. So for me, when I talk about what I get to do with giant, which is, you know, build things, create things as a first voice creative, that suits me really well. Being able to serve people You know, that kind of feeler component of who I am is really important. Very missional. I I usually remind our CEO at least a couple of times a year, if, you know, Giant ever decides to do something else, that's fine. I'll always be a fan, but I'm probably out of here if we change who we are and what we are, because that's what excites me. So anytime I get to work in a space that just really, you know, lines up with my core values and lines up missionally. That's that's the sweet spot. So I I get to spend a lot of time in that seventy percent with the work that I do with with Giant, but it's not all that I do, right? And and like you, all of us have things that are a part of our everyday world and a part of our responsibilities, maybe even that aren't those things. They're not natural strengths. They're not unconscious competence. They don't energize us, right? And so if I'm holding my left hand out, I would say that's my thirty percent. It's the things that it, I may be good at them, but it's it's a learned behavior. It's something that I've spent time honing. And even as good as I get with it, it's a conscious competence. I have to really focus attention and energy. And at the end of the day, if I'm being honest, I'm not going to be quite as good at it as some other people that whatever that task is, is in their 70%. And if I spend too much time in those things, that's when I start getting drain. That's when I, when I risk burnout. And, and it's not like we're trying to create a world as much as we would like to imagine that is a hundred zero. Like I, that's not healthy, right? Because the reality is the 30% of the things that I get to grow in, they're the things that make me more well-rounded. It's the things that make me more appreciative of other people around me that can maybe do things a little bit easier than I can and and understand the value of the people around me. So we never want to get into a place where we're too top heavy, where like everything that we get to do every single day is perfectly lined up with strengths. 
Um, I've never met anybody like that. I'm sure if you're independently wealthy, maybe, and you can completely order your steps, there's probably some people out there. I have yet to to meet anybody like that. Everybody's got something in their left hand, so to speak, in the 30% that they have to do. And, and at the end of the day, the reason we call it the 70-30 principle is we feel like if you can spend 70% of your time in those natural strengths, unconscious competence areas, the things that energize you, it will usually give you what you need energy-wise, focus-wise, capacity-wise to do the things that are in the 30%, the things that are the learned behaviors that you have to pay more attention to. Mm, That's interesting. I love that. So if someone's listening and they think, hmm, I don't really know where I'm at, uh, what kind of exercise could they go through to see if they are at 60-40 or 10-90 or 50-50 or 70-30? Yeah, I, I honestly, there's probably two different approaches. And I, this is what I do with my clients. Um, I, I think on one end, you can just, you know, make a list, just like take out a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle, write 70 on one side, write 30 on another, and then just start to list out everything that you can think of that is a part of your everyday responsibilities world, things that you're, that really encompass a snapshot of your world right now. And then just try to gauge based on the number of of bullet points underneath each of those lists, kind of what the percentage is. The other way to do it that I actually think is even more interesting is to not think of 70-30 as it pertains to you, but to just like, especially if even you have a job description that's been handed to you by your employer, something that kind of encompasses all those bullet points that are a part of your key responsibilities, like start there, take, just take your job description that encompasses what you do every day and just start putting those things um, on this sheet that might make it easier for you rather than just trying to think of it all on your own and just look percentage wise, count them up and, you know, take whatever's in the 70 column divided by all of them. And that's your 70% and then take everything that's in the 30 column divided by all of them. And that's your percentage that's on your 30%. And it might be 70-30, it might be better than that, it might be 80-20, or you might be in a place where you're 50-50 or worse. Uh, A lot of leaders that I work with when I'm teaching this tool will many times reflect, I think I'm 30-70. I think I spend most of my time in my learned behaviors and not very much time in those natural strengths. Mm, okay. That's that's a great exercise. Yeah. Let's just do it. If you're listening and you can pull up a space to take notes or a sheet of paper, that would be great to walk through. So I, I want to take a quick break for a message, but then I want to come back and I want to talk about what if someone does that, this exercise, and they realize that they're really upside down or they're totally exhausted or they just can't stand their job. Let's talk through that. What do they need to do next? Yeah, that's great. So, all right, listeners. We'll be back in just a minute. Are you a team or organizational leader seeking to create a more harmonious and high performing team? Well, look no further. We're thrilled to introduce you to the Five Voices Assessment, the ultimate game changer in team dynamics. By taking this assessment, you'll gain valuable insights into your own unique wiring, strengths, and the way you prefer to process information. But more importantly, it will uncover the underlying reasons behind the conflicts and tensions inside your team and why you find some colleagues much easier to connect with than others. To unlock the secret of successful collaboration and propel your team performance to the next level, visit the leaderstoolkitpodcast.com 
backslash five voices. The leaders toolkit podcast.com backslash five voices. All right, welcome back, everyone. I have Chris Ettiger here with me explaining the 70-30 tool. So Chris, I was saying before the break, uh, what does someone do if they make this list and they realize, oh no, I'm in a job where I'm doing a lot of things that I'm not naturally good at, I'm drained, I'm exhausted, this is just not for me. Then what do they do? Yeah, well, first of all, let me just encourage you, like that's not the end of the world. Uh, that's a very common thing that we're, we find ourselves in places that are imbalanced. I, I think back to a woman that I was coaching, this is probably five or six years ago, and we were actually looking at the Peace Index tool, which you all have already discussed. And I was having her kind of come up with her scores of what her life looked like right then. And it wasn't pretty. Uh, when she came back, the scores were way off from where she wanted to be. If she was doing 70-30, it was definitely lopsided. And we, I coached her on a regular basis. And about four or five months later, I surprised her and said, hey, let's relook at that. Let's do another snapshot of your world. And let's see how you're doing. And she was, she wasn't like flip-flop. She wasn't all of a sudden miraculously in this great spot, but she was significantly healthier. And the thing that makes that so amazing is largely nothing had changed in her life. Like she was still in the same role she was at in a in a job that didn't fit her in a company that she didn't belong, feel like she belonged. She still had issues with other relationships of people she did life with, like the, the circumstances didn't change a whole lot, but her scores did. And I think that's the first and biggest takeaway from this exercise is this is just a snapshot. If we did this next week, it may look different. Or if we did it next month, it may, may look different. So to take a snapshot and to be aware of where I am today is like that's half the battle, like it to, to be self-aware in where you're at, because doing this, if it's even if it's flip-flop 3070, it gives you some insights of going, oh, now I understand why I'm feeling drained. Now I understand why I, I just feel like I can't get over that hurdle. I can't quite get that thing done or I'm not doing it as well as I want to. Right. It gives you a foundation for understanding which is where we can improve. Because if you know that, then you can do some of the things that I'm going to suggest. But don't rush to, I need to fix it, or I need to quit, and I need to go find a job that's a perfect match. Um, that may be the end result. That may be the best thing that you can do. But I don't think that's the go-to. I think a lot of times we can improve our situations just because we're we're knowledgeable, we're self-aware, we know what's dragging us down and, and draining us. You knowing that means you can order your steps so that you don't spend as much time in those things, potentially, even though you can't let go of them. But we don't want to stay there, right? So if you're in a place that's imbalanced, in particular, I will say if it doesn't line up for you job-wise, like the place that you spend most of your time on a day-in and a day-out basis, it's not a perfect match. You're not at a healthy 70-30 or somewhere else. What I think is really healthy, and I love that you're doing this episode, I get to do it, even though it's hard to follow Steve, it's great to, to be right after five voices, because to me, that's a lot of the solution in my mind is imagine that you understand your voice, and with your voice comes an understanding of what you're naturally good at, 
and where you can get into into trouble. There, there's a lot of 70-30ness that is built into understanding your voice order, understanding your foundational voice. And the bonus is, is that if you happen to be on a team where multiple people are seeking to understand their voice, all the better, right? Because part of the solution may not be, I need to quit and find a different place. It, it honestly may just be, I need to give up control of part of that, or I need to, I need to humble myself to be willing to ask for assistance and help and not be caught up in, you know, some areas of self-preservation because I'm afraid of what people will think of me if I don't do it as well as I think I should be able to, right? It's a, it's a freeing moment for you to be able to say who else can be a part of this, either take this on. Um, it's a way to empower them and equip them, or it could just be, you know, someone that can help you in what you're doing. If you do the five voices as a team, you get a head start on that. Because you can think through, just like your voice has natural strengths and and weaknesses, everybody else's voices do too. And so for me, as a creative first voice, I'm at my best when I can lean into Tracy, who's a guardian first voice, because I bring strengths that are more of a challenge for her, and she brings strengths that are a challenge for me. And that's a very liberating thing as a team when you can live in your voice and when you have permission to kind of configure your world or at least to play as a team in a way where everybody is excelling. A lot of times I find with with clients, with the teams and leaders, that that's enough. Like that usually tilts the scale in a in a much healthier direction. Because again, we're not trying to get to a hundred zero. So there's you're not gonna get rid of the things that are hard for you. You just want to be more balanced. Yeah, that's great. So you as a leader, I'm sure with us, you're thinking of, uh, of our natural, our 70. When you're delegating, you're handing out tasks, you're thinking, well, Tracy has this skill set for that, or yep. Hunter is great at that. Let's give this to him. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I was thinking that today we did it, right? Like I'm, I'm thinking of Amy and our team. She's a first voice connector. She's just so great relationally and at building environments that draw people in and helping people to, you know, have fun and get to know each other. Like that's her strengths. Um, I could probably do some of that. You could probably do some of that. We will never do it as good no. as Amy does because that's her natural gifting. That's her 70 when it might be more of my 30. And so we've got a big event happening soon and Amy is tasked with some really fun elements of going and, you know, finding, putting together some playlists for music, you know, that uh, to create an environment or finding a great place for our, our team to have dinner one night. Like those, uh, those come a lot easier for her. And what I want is I, I, ideally, I want her to look at least at the majority of the assignments that I'm giving her and feel like that excites me. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing those things. And, and Tracy, you know, we can't always do that. There's always going to be items that are still on uh -huh. the list. And we've had conversations around things that we've had to do. And you're just like, all right, I don't think I ever want to do that again. Like that was, really, yes. that was really hard, but you did it well. Right. And it was a growing opportunity and, and, and we can't escape those things completely. But if the majority of things that, you know, that our team is tasked with on a weekend and week out basis, line up with their 7030 line up with their voice it just makes us a better team 
we we produce better we're healthier and we just we enjoy what we get to work on together yeah i feel like it's freeing it's freeing yeah. to figure it out and live in it that's great this is super helpful. Listeners, I hope you find this tool to be highly practical for you. So take the time later after we're done here, go ahead and try the exercise. And then later on down the road, you can use this with your team and let us know how it goes. I do love how we can overlay our tools on top of each other. So overlaying the five voices, yeah. like Chris said, over the 70-30 is really, really powerful. So Chris, any last words? No, just excited. This kind of thing excites me because it, when when you can help somebody get into their sweet spot, when they can find the rhythm and and the things that really bring them life, and not just that, help them to bring their best to the team. I, w- I was walking with a leader, not through this tool specifically, but this is exactly what we were talking about because he's in a place where he's trying to empower other people to take on some key responsibilities that he's had to own for a long time that he really has no business owning. And we're talking about taking that 30% and letting it be somebody else's 70. So what an empowering thing for you as a leader, what an empowering thing as a team to be able to help your teams get into a much healthier place when it comes to their 70 and 30. Yes. Thank you, Chris. So listeners, don't forget, go to the show notes and dig in there so you can see the visual of this tool. And like Chris said, the left hand, the right hand, it will all make more sense once you see the visual. So thanks again, Chris. Thanks, listeners, and I'll catch you next time. What if you could learn the personality of each of your teammates and then communicate and motivate them according to what drives them? What if you could understand the strengths and superpowers of everyone on your team so that everyone is working toward common goals in a role that brings out the best in them? Wouldn't that make projects and tasks more energizing? Check out the Pro subscription on GiantOS. There you can access courses, assessments, and tools that will give you insights into yourself and your team members. You'll find ways to better communicate, set realistic expectations, manage time, facilitate healthy conversations, and much more. So go to podcast.giantOS.com slash store slash pro or check out the link in the show notes.